Is social media something that you need to be implementing in your business, or is it just a time suck? That's what we will be covering this week on episode five of the Why How Yes Sales Podcast. The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is sponsored by Jared James Enterprises and Jarja Media. Real estate agents have roughly a 90% failure rate, and Jared James and Jarja Media offer products and services that don't only help agents succeed, quite frankly, they help it, they make it harder for real estate agents to fail too. Uh, whether it's coaching to hold them accountable, a dedicated marketing rep to help create and implement strategies, transaction coordinators to help do the paperwork for you, or a CRM to uh, help you run your business. Jared James and Jarge Media have the tools you need to succeed at a higher level. Hey, salespeople. Welcome to the Why, How, Yes sales podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. I'm Red Staffstrom, and I am here to help you fix your broken sales systems. Um, And this is episode five. So um, for something that's just started a couple of weeks ago, we're really moving along here. I'm really excited about the response I've been getting. I hope you guys have been enjoying it quite a bit too. Um, It's still pretty fresh, um, but with that, I want to cover a pretty big topic. Um, It's pretty broad and I'm going to simplify it as just a red light, green light. So if you paid attention at the beginning and you didn't forget through the ad um, where I talked about my sponsor, you know this week I'm talking about social media. So if you listened to my Hunter, Farmer, Fisher podcast, um, you know that there's a lot of different ways you can go after sales. You can be the hunter who um, goes out, goes to the woods, has and just comes back with a kill. You can be the fisher who has a stock pond of leads, who just throws the line in the water, and it's your job as a salesperson to bring them in the boat. Or you could be the farmer who like provides nutrition for the leads over a long period of time and nurtures them into being plants that produce fruit. Um, None of them is right, none of them is wrong. All of these kind of match more personalities in my mind, um, what you prefer to do. Personally, I like to be the farmer. I like to be the one who is constantly providing knowledge and um, converts leads that way. You might be a little bit different. Now, I know I'm kind of sidetracking and repeating myself because this is obviously a talk about social media and whether you need to be implementing it or if it's just a time suck. The truth is, it's both. If you can, if you are undisciplined, it can absolutely be a time suck. It can absolutely take you out of your element and prevent you from making the sales you need to. Um, it's very easy to log into Facebook or start scrolling through Instagram and lose 20 minutes. Um, I know it happens to me on occasion. Um, it happens to my wife. It happens to a lot of people I know who are fairly active on social media. Even if they're not posting, oftentimes they hop on and they start scrolling. Um, I think there was a statistic that the average person scrolls the height of the Empire State Building every day or every week on Facebook, which is astronomical to think about. Um, What used to be one of the tallest, if not the tallest building in the world, I'm pretty sure it was the tallest at one point, is the amount of content that you may be just blowing past on a daily basis. Now, if you just blow past it, 
then yeah, it's absolutely a time suck. It's just another degree of attention deficit disorder. Um, it can be entertaining, but you need to make sure you're being disciplined. But is it a tool you need to implement? Now, that's the big question. The average user on Facebook spends 35 minutes a day on Facebook. Now think about that. If there was a physical location, let's say a bar or a grocery store or whatever, or a TV show that everybody tuned into for 30 to 35 minutes every single day, how desperate would you be to put an ad up there? How desperate would you be to be part of that and get that many eyeballs every single day? Now that's the benefit of social media. Just about everybody is on it. Um, I don't know the exact figures, but there's a safe bet that in your area, if you're in a obviously a first world country and you're not in the middle of nowhere where they haven't developed the internet infrastructure, there's probably an 80 plus percent amount of people in your local area who are on social media, which means being giving the benefit of the doubt. 75% of your customers are using it. Now, again, let's go back to that metaphor I used before. If 75% of your customer base were going to the exact same place every single day, day in, day out, and they're doing it where that's the only thing in front of them, you would absolutely be there. I know if I was selling any hard asset and there was a bar where everybody was hanging out, I would absolutely make sure my presence is known. I would be there shaking hands and kissing babies, so to speak. So to ignore social media is absolutely nuts this day and age. Now, I know there are the detractors who say, well, a face-to-face a, a -face conversation is always better. And you're right, a face-to-face -face conversation is always going to be better. A phone call is always going to be better. That's never going to change. Being able to have this repartee, um, to use a $5 word, which I don't really feel comfortable using, to have that back and forth is what's going to convert them and get them to be a salesperson. Um, but in terms of using social media as a tool, you absolutely need to be doing that. The, just the eyeballs alone make it worth it. Um, but the amount of energy you can save by utilizing social media is astronomical as well too. Let's just put it this way. If you were to start calling your past database today of clients who may have bought from you once or you maybe never heard from again, if you were able to do that, and just reach out and actually have a conversation, even if it's once every three months, what do you think your conversion rates will be? What do you think that will do from the aspect of turning you into a farmer? Even if you are a purely hunter business or a purely fisher business, be using social media as a farming technique to keep people, keep your customer base watered and fertilized and ripe for the picking is absolutely essential nowadays in terms of what you need to do in order to convert them. Likewise, with social media and particularly the 
issues that it's had. Um, I know here in the US, there were the HUD rulings, there's all the privacy issues that Facebook has had, all of those kinds of things. People are less trusting now than they've ever been. So using social media, not only to stay in front of them, but to build trust and build consistency over a prolonged period of time will set you apart from a lot of your competitors. Um, there's a reason all the big companies do it. And they do it begrudgingly, let's be honest. Nobody at Wendy's wanted to hire whoever's running the Wendy's uh, Twitter account, but they found so much success, so much success by doing it because it's become this viral sensation. So when you're using social media, I want you to think about it the same way as if, hey, I'm sending a postcard to somebody I haven't heard from in a while. And what would I like to say? And what would I need to say in that postcard to continue getting them to know you, to like you, and to trust you because that's really what the entire game of sales is is getting people to know like and trust you um, if you are able to connect with them on social media they obviously know you um, now it's the question of how do you get them to like you do things that are going to be relevant to your customer base and provide that content that they're really going to like and do it in a way that makes you seem like a human being. Um, if any of you, and I'll probably do another podcast on it in the near future, have ever heard of the Fords um, acronym. So family and friends, occupation, recreation, dreams, and then school and sports. If you are only hitting that one note of this is what I do, come by from me, it's going to be a pretty boring feed pretty quickly. What you need to do is balance that out and make it very conversational. Likewise, what social media can do, and this is one of the things I absolutely love it for, is cut you through that BS icebreaker stage all at once. You don't have to worry. I, I remember being on sales calls and having to make, maybe not, like even when I was knocking door to door, having to use these icebreakers and giving these sincere compliments on things that I see on the house. And I would knock on the door and I'd compliment the masonry in the front or, hey, the driveway looks great or the lawn looks great or whatever it is. And they knew the customers were smart enough to know that I was BSing them. They knew that I was just trying to butter them up in order to get a sale. With social media, that work, the oven is preheated for you. I want you guys to understand that. That relationship has already been warmed up. They already like you to a certain extent because you've provided content over and over that they've enjoyed. Even if it's something as simple as memes about your industry, if it gives them a chuckle, it helps that. It, it's that small joke that will engender that relationship. Now, again, I want to point out the bad sides of social media too, because it's not a perfect world either. Um, I obviously work in the real estate realm and I do consulting for real estate agents and I do sales for, like I talk to them about their sales and their processes. The one downside to social media is that it's a living document. 
That is the trickiest part of working with social media. If you followed it at all in the United States back at the beginning of August, um, I think August 2019, there was a ruling from Housing and Urban Development that drastically, drastically changed what real estate agents and what credit agencies and other similar um, organizations can target. Because making sure that it's not anti-discrimination, making sure it's this, making sure it's that. Um, whether you agree with it or not, the good news is everybody's got a fair playing field. Everybody has to deal with the same rules, the same refs um, that everybody else does. But that doesn't mean that you can't that it's going to remain stagnant. With social media, you can't just put a tactic in place and expect it to stay the same forever. You constantly need to be learning. You need to be evolving. Um, that's the only way to stay on top of things. Um, you need to learn the new platforms that come out. You need to understand places like Instagram and depending on your target demographic, possibly TikTok. Um, if they're using Pinterest or Twitter, you may want to understand those as well too. But you need to know the language for each social media. Now, part of what prompted this is I saw a post. Now, obviously, I've made no secret. I work for a coaching company. Um, we provide coaching for real estate agents. And a rival company, um, and I'm not going to say his name because I think what he did is pretty foolhardy. Uh, I'm, I think it's like a very old school way of thinking and it's not serving his clients the best way. And rather than call him out by name, I'm just going to kind of tiptoe around that. So... This other coach in the industry had a student poach, uh, post on Instagram. I've gotten completely off of Facebook. Uh, you can now, now if you want to get a hold of me, call me at ba 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 ba, and her phone number was there. Now I understand what this coach was trying to convince her of. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, are a time suck, and they can hinder you from being productive. I'm not going to lie. Um, the tool used the wrong way. I mean, you could, if you're talking about tools, I could grab my DeWalt power drill and stare at it spin for an hour if I want to. It's not what the tool is meant to do. If you're using Facebook the wrong way, you're wasting time. You're not being productive. But that doesn't mean you can ignore the tool entirely. Um, for anybody, I know, anybody who knows me, I do amateur woodworking. I have a lot of hand tools. I've used hand saws. I've used hand planes. I've used chisels. I've used just about everything else. But that doesn't mean it takes the place of a power drill. That doesn't mean I've never used my table saw or my band saw or anything else. The way you use the tool is more important than the tool itself. So when you're using social media, think about the methodology, think about the systems that you're attaching to it. Um, when you're using it, you can use that as a very easy touch. Um, I know many people who've had a ton of luck, they'll log into Facebook, and if you don't know, on the right-hand side of the screen, if you haven't had it minimized, on the desktop version, you can see everybody who is online right now, and they have that little green circle. Those are people that you can reach out to now and try and sell your product, especially if you're in a business-to-consumer kind of sales and not a business-to-business -business sale. If you're in a business-to-business -business sale, you can still do the same thing. You just have to be more uh, 
um, discriminating, so to speak, about who you're reaching out to. If you're selling, and I'm just using this as a reference, if you're selling fuel cards to trucking companies, my Aunt Jan is not going to be interested in that. So I'm not going to send her a message to try and sell her. But if I know Tony who runs a trucking company with 15 trucks and I'm connected with him on Facebook, that is a brand new avenue that I didn't have before. Now, I also said before, the phone is best because you're able to have a back and forth conversation. But the phone is going away. Um, it's becoming much, much more difficult and has been for the last 25 years or so since the invention of caller ID to actually have that conversation that your overall goal is. It's much tougher to actually get a hold of a customer than it's ever been despite having more means of communication. So when you call somebody, um, a lot of people haven't heard about this, but on the latest iOS update, the latest Apple update, there is now a place you can go in and you can click this where if that call that comes in is not set up in your contacts, it will be sent directly to voicemail. They don't even have the opportunity to answer the phone if you call in because you get placed directly in voicemail within the first couple of seconds. Anybody who's been doing sales for a number of years has probably seen the amount of actual conversations you get on a day-to-day -day basis has been trending downwards. Um, you may be making the same number of calls, but the number of interactions has been dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. And that's happened since the beginning of caller ID and the beginning of cell phones and onward and onward and onward. Social media is an unguarded interaction still. Um, as of this recording, which is early, uh, mid-January, I should say, of 2020, you could still send a Facebook chat to any one of your friends and start that conversation. You could send a gift, you could send a, hey, I'm reaching out for any of your blank needs, real estate needs, marketing needs, um, retirement needs, car and automotive needs, whatever it is, whatever kind of sales you do, you can now reach out to potential customers directly within seconds and the response rate for a Facebook message is infinitely higher than a phone call or a text message. Um, we need to stop getting hung up on speaking to customers the way we want to speak with them and learn to speak in the language that they want to be spoken to. And in 2020, pretty much overwhelmingly that is social media. So yes, social media is a time suck if you're not disciplined, but if you are ignoring it, you are ignoring one of the most powerful tools that has come to sales and come to business overall in the last 50 years. And I'm willing to say that um, beyond mailing, but behind phone calls, behind anything else, social media in terms of getting in front of clients and getting them to like, to know, like, and trust you on an automated system basis, a systemized basis, it, it's unparalleled. So make sure you do have a presence on social media. Add your clients, add your friends. On LinkedIn, make sure you're adding people as much as you can because of those first, second, and third degree connections. You need to do that um, because that just opens up your base of who you could send connection requests to. Um, 
use it because it's one of the greatest tools we've seen and it's still the wild west out there um, where you can make your own money and it's the gold mine that you've been dreaming of. Um, so thanks again. Once again, this is Red Staffstrom with the Why, How, Yes sales podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching the video. Uh, be sure to leave a review if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or one of those. Um, it really helps the channel. Look forward to speaking with you next time on the Why, How, Yes sales podcast where I will continue to help you fix your broken sales skills.